everyone. Thank you for tuning in. Welcome back to Curated Clean, the podcast. We are your hosts. I'm Mike. My name is Mandy. And I'm Whitney. Welcome to the show today. We have a lot to talk about and very little time. Yes. So uh, let's just get right into it. Today we're talking about MTHFR, which is a gene mutation. And no, it is not... (laughs) An abbreviation, An abbreviation for, for, <laughs> for a curse word. Although I think sometimes it can be attributed um, to that. It can, it that can is, act a little. It can act a little <clears> that <throat> nasty, <laughs> depending on it. But if you know, if you don't know what MTHFR is, there are two sides to this. Good for you. You probably don't have any issues, and you probably don't have the gene mm-hmm. mutation. If you're on the other side of that, um, if you've never heard of it, but you have a lot of undiagnosed things going on, you this know something's wrong. Answer. This may be your for. answer and. Uh, Keep listening today to see if you tick any of those boxes and if you need to talk to your practitioner about those things. Right. Now, I just want to throw out, you know, as we always say, we are, we are not doctors. We we're are not, not scientists. What we're going to share with you today is this research that we have personally done and our also our, yes, our personal yes. experience. Mm-hmm. And that's what there are personal experiences. Mm-hmm. Um, is what sparked all this for us. So, um, right. and Michelle is going to share a little bit about the book that kind of helped guide us through yes. our initial journeys. Uh, I believe it was Whitney actually who had gone to a doctor and mm-hmm. and first brought up MTHFR. I know that yes. we kind of went, it's what? I had never heard of it. So I, I had to ask him because he said, have I ever done an MTHFR test? I think you've got all the symptoms. And my first question, I had a lot of issues going at that time anyway, but my first question was, what is it? Like, I was like, is yeah, this some yeah. rare disease that I need to be Should that have been bleeped about? out when you said that? <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, yes. ser- but seriously, so it was um, during that journey that Whitney started changing her diet. She got the test, found out she was positive. It is it is a genetic mutation, meaning that if she had some of it, most likely Yes. It runs in families. Whitney had two copies. Yes. So let me just throw out there. There, Mandy, I'll touch on this a little bit later. She's going to be our this non-professional yes. expert today. Oh, goodness gracious, um, no pressure uh, on some things. <laughs> but uh, and so when she found out that she had two copies, most mm-hmm. likely you were going to the other. It runs in families, so we should be tested as well, yes. right? Um, right. Especially because we're all females, and you know, carrying children. Well, and what we found, so, we, so we dug in. We found out, you know, there's this guy. His name is Doctor Ben Lynch. He's basically the world's leading expert mm-hmm. on uh, the MTHFR gene mutation, if not yeah. most genetic mutations, yeah. epigenetics. Yeah. Yes. Um, Michelle is going to tell you a little bit about his book so that he's we, got out. Yeah, we have his book here with us today. It's by Dr. Ben Lynch. Obviously, it's called Dirty Genes. I'm going to read you just a little excerpt from the back. Um, he received his doctorate in naturopathic medicine from Bastard University. He has supported thousands of clients and trained thousands of physicians and health professionals across the globe in using insights from epigenetics to optimize health. He is the founder of Seeking Health, uh, which we use some yes. of his supplements as well. Mm-hmm. Yes. I believe um, it's just seekinghealth.com or something like that, you can just, you know, look that up. He is the founder, oh, he's the founder of Seeking Health, a company that helps educate both the public and health professionals on how to overcome genetic dysfunction through diet, lifestyle, and supplements. He lives in Seattle, Washington with his wife and three sons. You can find him on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, the World Wide Web. He's usually under Dr. Ben Lynch. That's a Y in Lynch um, or Dr. Benjamin Lynch. Mm -hmm. He really is interactive with um, his patients and people on Mm -hmm. social networking. Uh, And there was a time I reached out to his group he didn't respond back to me personally. He responded back to you guys personally. Yeah, he responded to us personally. But I went on the website and actually emailed, and I did have somebody from his team contact me back within 24 hours. So he does put his money where his mouth is yes, as does. far as Definitely. contacting you back. And he really is, if you haven't um, read his book, Dirty Jeans, uh, you should go pick up a copy if you think you maybe have some gene issues or just in general not feeling and, and, great but good, not getting And it touches on even thing, more than MTHFR. Yes. Right. yes. But the good thing about this is if you've never heard of it um, – 
it gives you kind of like a laundry list to go through and like make a checklist off of symptoms you may have. So it really helped me because obviously I am not an expert in gene mutations. So being able to read through that and get, say, I have, you know, of these 12 issues, I have about 10 of them. So maybe I should get tested. So right. I think it's yeah. definitely worth a read. Um, and it's definitely written to where you can understand it. And he shares a lot of patient stories and testimonies. It's definitely worth a read. Well, he is teacher for himself. And yes, so um, yeah. he talks about well. a lot of this is because... Why he got into it is because he ended up being a person full of symptoms with no answers. And so I feel like that life experience is where you go, I knew something wasn't right. How many stories have you heard? I knew something wasn't right. I was seeing doctors who were saying, there's nothing here, there's nothing here. And then you find another practitioner when you keep trying. And that's why you have to be dedicated yeah. to being your best health yes. advocate. Well, so Mandy's going to go into a little bit about, um, you know, first of all, she's going to use a lot of words. Sense. Like she's going to use methylation a lot. And so yeah. I'm just going to start Yo, out yes. with saying methylation from dictionary.com says it is the process of replacing a hydrogen atom with a methyl group. Now, most of you don't know what that is, and we're not going to get into it because it's going to take a long time to do that chemistry setup. But the, yeah. the reality is methylation is a base chemical process for a lot of things in the body. Maybe is going to expand on that. Sure. And um, so it's important that if MTHFR is is a, an impedance in that cycle, and that cycle right. happens in a lot of different areas within your cells. And so um, I often describe it as uh, if you take $100 to the bank – Mm. And they can only process $50 of it. When you go back to try to pull $100 out of your account, there's only $50 there. And you're like, what happened? Well, it's because the bank could only convert $50 into the account. The mm-hmm. same thing goes with your cells. Um, right. It's often yeah. referred to, I think he refers to it as a bucket brigade. Yeah, but, like, you a know, bucket brigade. You start with a nice full bucket of, of methylation, but you're sloshing it around from bucket to bucket. You get to the end, you have like a cup of water right. instead and, of a whole and bucket. And you're really thirsty because there's not enough there. So, so your so, body is, is in a deficit already. And right. on top of that, all the excess that's been sloshed out to the sides is now clogging up your liver. Your body's trying to process it. Mm-hmm. So it can yep. cause a lot of issues, yep. you know? Um, so uh, you know, something that I have a lot of people say to me is, why does this, e- why does it even matter if I have an MTHFR gene mutation? Because right. I'm telling my doctor this and they're, and they're looking at me and deal. telling me, well, that's not a big deal. You don't need to be worried about that. I remember one time Whitney and I were literally sitting with mm-hmm. a genetic counselor. This was several years ago. And she looked straight at me and she said, uh, you know, there's so many people out there who have the MTHFR gene mutation. Yeah, I've even it, heard I mean, it something of like 40% yeah. of the population has Yeah, it. I mean, Go it's ahead. a massive portion of the population has this MTHFR gene mutation, some form of it, and there can literally be hundreds of mutations of the MTHFR right. gene, but your doctor will probably only... Test go for test two. for like two, right? But and the two most common ones are C six seven seven T and the and twelve ninety eight. Um, yeah. those are the most common. Let's ones say that, that one more see. time, just because it's pretty fast. But C six seven seven T and the A one two nine eight C. Those are yeah. the two. Those that are, are the two the most common. Most and, common. And when you hear that, you're going to hear homozygous or heterozygous. Homozygous means that you have two copies. Mm-hmm. Heterozygous means that you have one copy. Right. And then there are some people who are compound heterozygous, where you have one copy of each, but you do have both of them. So. Yeah. There are different. And each one can create different symptoms, and yes, now they need different supplementation. Now, the well. Western medicine world says that there's not enough research on 1298 to even say that it even affects anything. But if you're a person who is compound heterozygous, mm-hmm. um, or you have copies of 1298. Some people in my own family, in my married family, only carry the 1298 copies, and they have very similar issues that mm-hmm. I have, and they do better on MTHFR treatments. Yes. So to say that there isn't enough research, 
the research right. of experience says in my it's the family members real. in my life, yeah. it's a big deal. It mm-hmm. it does impede uh, detoxification yeah. processes. Right. And so now let's head over to Mandy, the, the today's lesson. expert today <laughs> oh, okay. on mm-hmm. on this subject um, to discuss. This is sort of hilarious because I was never the best in science class. Mm-hmm. But when th- so when something intrigues you, it's in you know it's interesting well, how much you will dive in when it affects your daily life. Right. You will learn to, you will learn to like the subject. Okay, <laughs> or so, at least find the answer. So people. People will say all to me, say to me all the time, because um, I've I've, ta- I've talked to friends before. And I've said I think you might have MTHFR. You really need to get tested. And I was right. like, yeah, you know what? I told my doctor, and she just said it's not really that big of a deal, you know. Yeah. And and so everybody has it. Everybody's doing yeah. It. So uh, what's the what's the big deal, you know? Um, and so we have to remember that the MTHFR gene initiates the methylation cycle, mm-hmm, right. like Michelle was saying. Um, and it's a process that provides methyl to over 200 functions in your body. So you're saying, okay, I don't understand what that means. We don't need to get into what that means right now or what the scientific process is. Right. All you need to know is that it affects these certain things. I'm just going to read this off to you. You can see whether you think this is, would be important to your body or not. It can affect. If it is disrupted, it affects your antioxidant production, your brain chemistry, cell repair, detoxification, energy production, genetic expression, immune response, inflammation, and many other crucial processes. So you have to remember that if you have, whether you're homozygous or heterozygous, this can um, retard your your process of creating methyl by 30 to 70%. Which is a, a lot. Another thing I want to I wanna throw... I feel like we're really doom and gloom with that list right now. And here's what I want to encourage everybody about, especially Dr. Lynch talks about this a lot. He is so hopeful in this. And we have to remember that our genes are not our destiny. It's like, oh, you may have dirty genes, you know, and he doesn't even like calling, he's even changed that now. He's like, I don't even like calling them dirty genes. You just have to know that your genes could be impeded. And if you make certain changes Mm -hmm. to your lifestyle and your diet, your stress load, we're going to talk more about, Mandy's going to talk about more, talk talk about that more as... I get done with my interruption, but uh, the reality is just because these things are present doesn't mean that you're a person is going to get cancer. It, it doesn't right. mean that this is a right. death sentence for you. This is so that you know, so you can better equip yourself mm-hmm. to take the life test. You know, if you've, if you don't know the subject, you can't pass the test. Right. So right, this right. is part of it. So, so these are, there's a lot of things in there that can so, go really wrong. Exactly. So just quickly, not to, again, not to be doing gloom, but just things to work, look out for. Right. The risk factors. This is a very tiny, tiny condensed list right. mm-hmm. of things that are risk factors. If you would have one or both of these possible gene mutations. So, um, that includes Alzheimer's, um, uh, asthma, autism, mental health disorders, in particular bipolar disorder, mm-hmm. breast cancer, Down syndrome, um, in yourself or um, other children that you might have, epilepsy, heart murmurs, leukemia, infertility, both male and female, um, MS, uh, heart attack, Parkinson's, schizophrenia, thyroid issues including cancer, miscarriages, postpartum depression, cleft palate, congenital heart defects, spina bifida, and tongue tie. That seems like a lot of terrible things. Okay, yes, yes, <sighs> yes. it does. Okay. I'm going to just wipe my brow there for a second. Yeah. Um, but as a person who's experienced a few things on there, uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, the, the nice thing to know is that if I know how to remedy those things, I can, I can, I often talk about putting energy towards things. Right. I can have some intention towards these different things. For one thing, for me, it's huge on diet um, mm-hmm. and even stress reduction. Mm-hmm. I have a huge problem with stress. Uh, even I even tend to go right. towards that um, bipolar disorder, depression. Mm-hmm. I have a tendency. Our mother did. Right. Yes. I have a tendency of um, going, uh, not fully clinically um, 
depressed, depressed, or, you know, I wouldn't technically fall into that category, but I have the tendency to lean that way Mm -hmm. versus Mm -hmm. any other way. Right, Um, right, right. And I think a lot of people, I think a lot of people deal with that, you know, mm -hmm. even seasonally, we've talked about that, you know, um, and that can be a For another day, we'll talk about the seasonal. um, Exactly. But um, so then we can get a little bit deeper in. So why does this happen? What is affected exactly by this? And so it basically comes down to your B vitamin groups. Okay. So we've got our B9, which is folate, Mm -hmm. B12, methacobalamin, Mm -hmm. and then B2, which is the riboflavin. And so why do we need these? And I'm sure matter? you've seen these on the side of a cereal yeah. box yeah. or any anything at the store. They're always going to mm-hmm. you know make these reference kind of to those. These will these will be right there. there. You know they'll be right there telling you your percentage daily. Right. You know, mm-hmm. yep. even if you don't know what they are, you've seen it before. Mm-hmm. Why are they important? Um, okay, so because th- these vitamins help with the methylation process. And they will create things such as choline. Mm-hmm. You've probably heard of choline before. Oh, it's in your vitamins or it's in your baby's, you know, special drink or whatever, you yeah. know. And so choline, it helps with cell wall repair. I don't think I need to go into like why that would be important, but your cells <laughs> obviously need cell wall repair. Yeah. Uh, creatine, which is important for brain and muscle function. You see that and they talk about that with sports drinks and proteins mm-hmm. and things like oh, yeah. that. Oh, yeah. And if you're a bodybuilder, you, you know, mm-hmm. things that yes. you want to. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You need you need that, that muscle up. function. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, and then melatonin, which we all realize that's everyone all. knows it's for a proper sleep cycle. We And not only that, you know, once I started doing cancer treatment, alternative care style, um, one of the big things was I'm melatonin deficient, just genetically. Mm-hmm. which, oh, MTHFR positive, yes. right. I'm melatonin deficient, so I take melatonin every day. And I take pretty high doses. We'll talk about that on another <laughs> podcast because yeah. I'll yeah. probably flabbergast people mm-hmm. with the amount of melatonin that I take. But for a person who always thought I slept well and then mm-hmm. realized that I am literally melatonin mm-hmm. deficient, yeah. you got to take it. The only thing I'm going to interject there before we get onto the full podcast of that is make sure that if you are taking melatonin, Please make sure it's pure quality, that it doesn't have fillers yes. in it and those yes. kind of things. Um, I often that goes for any supplement, please. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah. and I'm going to touch on that real quick, really fast. If you're going to purchase a supplement, please don't buy it from big box stores and chains because there has been research done that shows that just because the labeling has a leaf on it and maybe references mm-hmm. outside does not mean that it is quality. I think a lot of supplements get bad wraps because of the low quality and low efficacy yes. of some of these it's junky to, brands. It's to look through that ingredient list and if you have a question, call, the company. call the company or do a little just mm-hmm. – They want a, you to buy their product. Just see – what yes. it really is about because yes. it's very important. It, it, try if you if you have to choose between a big name store that you can buy everything but the kitchen sink there or a health food store. Try the health food store. You know they're going to filter their product a little bit better, I yes. think, than other right. places. Um, and then even online, you know, just because somebody right. sells something cheaper doesn't mean you're getting the actual product and all that kind of stuff. So that's my interjection there. Just make sure that you're looking for quality supplements because yeah. some of the supplements that you know we're talking about here. If you are going to supplement, it's got to be good quality. It can't be something that's going to have binders and right. fillers that's going to impede this even more. Right, exactly. Because that's one of the big problems is, um, you know, I mean, if you already. Well. So then when you try to add a supplement, there's a bunch of filler. I mean, that's why it's important. You already have a kink in the in the wheels. Right. So right. putting another one in there is just going to throw it off. Yeah, right. I mean, the, like the bucket brigade, all that yeah. sloshed off extra quote, quote, water is, is clogging up your liver and causing all these extra issues, you know? So, um, two steps forward, one steps, one step back, 
and you're you, never going to gain. And you're trying to help yourself. You think yes. you're doing something to help yourself right. and you're actually causing a hindrance. And mm-hmm. you wonder, well, I'm doing it's what they working. said, but it's not working. Right. right. That could be why. So yep. yes, please, please, you know, vet your supplements, mm-hmm. um, everything about them. Don't be afraid to call. A lot of these right. companies will actually speak to you. Mm-hmm. And if they don't know the answer right away, we've had many I, of them yes. say, actually, I don't have the answer for you right now, but they will call you back. And okay. if they don't, then, you know, maybe it's not the right supplement right. for you. You Switch know, to a different brain that will so, talk to you. Um, so that we need, we need the methylation to do those important things. And we need it also to help us get rid of certain things like right. arsenic, which people don't realize is something that is just naturally occurring. Right. We ingest it. It's in our, in our bodies. We need it, um, this process to make it inactive and to um, detoxify it from, it our, from bodies. our body. Yes. Uh, histamine. When this is a powerful immune compound, we mm-hmm. obviously need this, but too much or too little, as we know, can cause autoimmune response, right. can attack your own body. If you don't have enough of it, though, you're not mounting enough of an immune response right. and you're being right. attacked. Right. Um, and then finally, to help with um, estrogen regulation, okay? And as yes. women, we can speak to this uniquely. Yep. Sorry, guys, um, but it can cause PMS, menstrual but, issues. Well, there's always... But men can be hyper, you know, yeah, uh, over-estrogenated as well. Just no, that's like very... Women can no, have too true. much testosterone. That's very so, true. Sorry. Okay, sorry guys, I didn't mean to leave you out. Um, so it can cause PMS. Women are more likely to have an issue, but right. go ahead. PMS, PMS, menstrual issues, and a risk of estrogen-related cancers as right. well. Right, and that's because estrogen isn't just. I think one time we think of it's just a box, and there's estrogen inside. Right. Uh, this will be another podcast we'll go into. There are. I believe it's five different types of estrogen, if I'm just going off the top of my head. And I won't get into all the names of them, but there are good estrogens, bad estrogens. There's Mm -hmm. alpha estrogens, phyto. I mean, there's also, there are things that you can eat that mimic these things. Um, And because if we think about it, every cell has almost keyholes on the, on the outside of it. And each one of these chemical compounds and and hormones all plug into these certain uh, keyholes and they open the doors to get in in and out of the cell. And um, so methylation is one of those things. um, And MTHFR means that sometimes those keys don't um, they open doors that they should be closing or closed doors that should be opening. Right. And, you know, if we think about it like that, that's how this impedance or letting too right. much or too li- there mm-hmm. it's an issue because your cells aren't communicating in the proper way. They're not f- finishing out their chemical processes to completion mm-hmm. and then things right. get left half done. If, yes. if I was working at uh, a <laughs> store and my coworker only did half the work and then I didn't have the ability to finish their work. I'd be really mad that they left their stuff undone. But then I, you know, I'm in, I'm a different chemical, so I'm not allowed to, you know, impede or help with that production. But it would just keep building. It just keep building up, and I'm going, hey, it never solves the problem. I'm sending headaches. I'm doing all sorts of things to the brain. I'm saying I'm in pain. I have digestive issues. I'm trying to tell the body, hey, 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 there's a problem here, right here. And you know, if you go to the doctor and they're not listening to you or investigating, this stuff just piles up until mm-hmm. it goes over, and then you have a really big problem on your hands. Yes. Right. And uh, okay. so, you know, the things that can, that can poke at this, you know, I would say poke the bear. I think that can poke the bear, you know, that go along with this is um, high stress. Mm-hmm. We live in a very stressful world anyway. Ding, ding. So we, we need to like, you know, you, you've got to learn to, to take care of this. Lack of good sleep, um, which oh, yes. it's a pro, that's a cyclical issue anyway, because mm-hmm. if you don't make enough melatonin, you're not going to get good sleep. Then you're not going to get good sleep because you're not making good melatonin. It just right. keeps going around and, and we around don't, in circles. And we don't discuss a lot the power of sleep. Sleep is good extremely restorative. restorative. Yes. yes, there's a lot of circadian rhythms. There's a lot of organ systems, meridian stuff that all reset during our sleep mm-hmm. cycles. That's Healing another can be thing, done during that. That's another time. thing that I suggest. If you find that you're waking up at certain points in the middle of the night, mark down the 
those times because mm-hmm. a lot of times if you find that you always wake up at 2 a.m., there's usually an Something organ system that is that is resetting mm-hmm. there that you can actually investigate with your practitioner and say, I wake up every day at 3.15 in the morning. Why? What do you do? I get up and go to the bathroom or I get up and get a drink of water or I wake up and go back to sleep or can't go back to sleep. Mm-hmm. Important things to make note of, put on your list for right. when you talk to your right. doctor. Um, a vegan or vegetarian diet. Now, um, we've discussed this in past podcasts, you know, our, our little beginner series that, you know, my husband and I go back and forth with um, eating vegan and vegetarian. Um, there's nothing, we're not telling you to give up that uh, diet or lifestyle. I think diets are too complex to say, mm-hmm. this is what you should do. That Everybody is different. Yeah. You know, there, so we're, and we, we do it for more spiritual reasons. So, I mean, everyone has their ethical, moral, right. whatever reasons that they want to do this health reasons that they're doing it. Right. I'm not telling you to give up any particular diet. I'm just saying, if you are eating a vegan or vegetarian diet, you will absolutely have to supplement. Um, if you have an empty HFR gene mutation, cause you just will not be able to get some of the nutrients that you need. They absolutely only come from different forms of meat. Um, maybe if you're a pescatarian, I, I need to do a little more research. You might be able to get away with it. Yeah. Um, but. But, and that uh, might be a subject. Um, we have a couple friends who are nutritionists. That might be something right. they can come in and help yes. tackle with us live really, on the show. Yeah, would be, be a good. great, great thing to bring up with them. And then lastly, and I'm bringing this up lastly because we're, we're already even running out of time, but yes. we, we need to touch on the the topic of folic acid. Now, I know when we all got tested, um, what we were all told was you just need to take large, large doses of folic right. acid. I had one doctor write me a prescription for a 1,000 milligrams of folic acid a day. Mm. It's a lot of folic that acid. That is a ton. And you'll see this too. I mean, you'll see, well, what's so wrong with folic acid? It, I mean, it, it's in everything. It, yeah. Like again, like just like that riboflavin and things like that you see on the side of the cereal box, you'll see folic acid. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's a good thing, right? Right? I mean, it's in our breads. It's in our cereals. They're it's fortifying these they're things for, for our health. Yeah, to make us healthier. Right, acid. right. At least that's right. what they're so selling if you, it So if you're mm-hmm. being told, well, you've got MPHFR, you're having a problem creating or, or processing, processing folate, mm-hmm. here, yeah. have some folic acid. It's just the same. And there's a lot of... Uh, I'll just put it this way. There's a lot of um, expert sources out there that will say that people with MTHFRG mutations can process all types of folate, folate, including folic acid. Here's the problem quickly. This is very quick because we could have a whole podcast on folic acid alone. It is a synthetic form of folate. Folate is bioavailable in things like your food. Um, And so it's very bioavailable. You ingest Mm -hmm. it and your body can immediately use it. Okay. It just, it doesn't have to do much. It it might have a couple little processes, but otherwise it's usable. Folic acid has to go through so many steps that again, it's sort of like that bucket brigade. Mm -hmm. By the time it actually gets down, you might have only a cup left to use. And on top of that, it might've depleted all your energies to get to that point. And it also has a lot of excess toxins uh, created with it that have to be released from your body. So again, now you're clogged up your liver, used up all your energy, and you have nothing left but a cup when you need a whole bucket. Right. So here's the deal with folic acid. We'll just say quickly, if you have a, an MTHFRG mutation, you need to flee from folic acid. Just you need to run away it. from it. Yeah. Now you're going to say, this is what you're going to tell us, but guys, it's in everything. Yes, it is. Yeah. It is in everything. But here's the deal too. People are wisening up to it. You know, it's sort of like when, um, when you pick up the box mm, or whatever, mm -hmm. and it says folic acid, you just set the box back down and you may shed a tear because that's another thing I'll discuss. The first time when you, when you switch a diet plan Mm -hmm. or a meal planning, however you want to describe that, the first time you go to the grocery store, be prepared to grieve and mourn that process because it will be different. And, and that's just the way it's going to go. But just realize it is a task that is possible. Um, but the biggest thing we can tell you is if you are looking at a supplement, a multivitamin oh, yes. food source, if it says 
folic acid, set it down, it and down. walk away. Right. It's it's not going to be good for no. you guys. It's not going to be no. good for you. And I think, um, you know, a lot of people will say, you know, going back to the whole, why does it matter? I, I just think that just for a second, just to share with you a few stories, and this is what this podcast is really about. Yeah. We've lived these experiences, and just to mm-hmm. share with you how we came to this our experiences with MPHFR, because we all, oddly enough, mm-hmm. got diagnosed around the same time, but for totally different reasons right. and with completely different practitioners. Right. So it was a very, very interesting situation. Michelle, I think you should start out because you were actually the one, I think you got tested first, or was it you who got tested first? Whitney, Whitney. got tested got first. Tested Whitney got first. tested first. Okay, so you were dealing with I Lyme dealing with treatment. I was the time, and I was also dealing with um, some seizure episodes and things like that. And um, my doctor, my line doctor actually said I'd end up in the hospital after I had a really, he'd started me on a B vitamin supplement actually because my, my B vitamins were so low and I was on mm, a very yeah. high dose. So I went ahead and took them thinking it's just going to help my energy and this will help deplete the anxiety and depression that I'm having and mm, um, mm-hmm. which and it did for a little bit, but then I had been on it just long enough that it wasn't what I needed. Um, so my doctor said, you know, backed up in the system. Your, right. Yes. And my homocysteine levels had always been through the roof. Like I think mm-hmm. normal level is like 15 and mine were always up in the 30s. Um, and just to interject here, that, yes. that, is, that goes back to that whole, the histamine mm-hmm. that we were talking about earlier, mm-hmm. that is a measure of that. So Whitney's basically was having like an inflama- an, yes. an, a terrible inflammatory response yes. in her body. My right. body wasn't processing anything. Um, because homocysteine is actually a level of inflammation. That's mm-hmm. that reading. It's how high the inflammation, quote unquote, is yes. in your body when mm-hmm. they take that. Right. And it was, I mean, at that point, like my food allergy list was through the roof. I was only able to eat a few things. Yeah. And um, yeah, I remember that. Also, just allergic reactions to things. I'd walk outside, come back, and I'd have a rash on my arm. Hives and everywhere. Hives, right. and not know what was happening. Mm-hmm. Um, so finally, about a year down the road, um, my doctor had said, I think we need to call for that. So I did a blood test for it, and that came back, of course, positive. I had the two copies. Um, mm-hmm. So after that, then we all kind of started. And I had issues in the past, like with my cycle, um, that obviously we didn't know were related at the time because I had no idea what all the symptoms were. Right. Um, and I think we've all struggled with that in different ways. But um, mm-hmm. so after I got my test back, then my doctor suggested, I know your doctors also had some put on that, um, had said, you know, you have two copies your family should probably get tested because obviously if you're carrying two, there's a pretty good chance that everyone else might have mm-hmm. a copy as well. Um, so, And then you actually made that phone call to me and said, mm-hmm. okay, I've tested positive. Um, yeah. We should probably get tested. Well, at the time I was – you know, just newly, I had just found out we were yeah. pregnant with our very first child. Yeah. I'll get into, I ended up miscarrying that, that baby. Um, we were pretty devastated with that. And that'll be another podcast. We can discuss uh, some of the precursors to that miscarriage, but mm-hmm. I was taking folic acid because I had done some research and knew that it probably wasn't like the safest thing that I had actually found out that folate was more bioavailable mm-hmm. and that kind of stuff. But I didn't have the guts to go against the standard that my, you know, doctors and, right. and OBs were telling me. So for me, um, I didn't fall into the standard category of some of this stuff. I was hypothyroid, um, but I didn't, you know, a lot of times I, I wasn't actually diagnosed with that because even though I was low on blood work and my symptoms matched, some of them didn't. Like I, I wasn't mm-hmm. overweight. A lot of times like, well, if you're hypothyroid, you have to be overweight. My husband and I are both hypothyroid and neither one of us no. are overweight. And actually, if anything, my husband is a little <laughs> underweight. I mean, like right. he's yeah. he's a thin guy. So when people said, oh, you're hypothyroid, I remember the first time they told him that, I thought, we both laughed and went, yeah, you're not no overweight, way. there's no way. <laughs> right. But that's that's that cookie cutter you right. know, mentality mm-hmm. of, it doesn't present every way that way, and they didn't check us for MTHFR at that right. time. They were just checking for hypothyroid. Um, 
Another thing that I found out is although I had two, I had one miscarriage and two children that I did carry to term, I did have bleed through scares and things like that. Mm -hmm. Um, I also knew after I had found out that I needed to be taking high, high levels of omega-3s because a lot of times they tell uh, women and this, you any pregnant women out there listening to this, you have got to talk to a doctor about this. Right. You cannot listen to us no. on this. But there are some Talks people who say to, to take blood thinners and that kind of stuff mm-hmm. right. because MTHFR women are more likely to have blood clotting um, because of the high protein content and stuff in right. their in their blood. You need to talk to your doctor about that. Yes. You know, you need to talk to your doctor. Don't change anything until you talk to your doctor. Mm-hmm. Um, but these are why it's important because you need to go and talk to them and see about what works best for your right. genetics, your health, your experiences and symptoms before and after pregnancy, exactly. periods, all that kind of stuff um, and and things like that. I tend to have a lot of um, toxicity migraines, but nobody discussed them with me like that. I started having migraines and really intense really young, PMS yeah. symptoms yeah. in middle school. Right, right. And so for me, as soon as I hit puberty, it was like these migraines would come on and I just lay in my bed for, you know, three days over the weekend. So yeah. there were a lot of things that, um, but it didn't take my husband and I long to get, to get pregnant. We didn't have infertility. It was almost like we had issues staying pregnant, but nobody discussed right. that with us that that wasn't normal. Um, right. Not that I had lots of miscarriages, but it was very like, don't tax yourself and rest and all that stuff. Things that I should be able right. to do more of during pregnancy. Exactly. And and Mandy, you had full-blown infertility. Yeah, we yeah. had full-blown infertility. We we struggled for eight, nine years to even get pregnant. Um, we adopted in between. Um, and then um, right around the same time that we, you know, you guys were getting tested, I, I went the traditional route. I just literally went to a medical, you know, regular MD, told him the story mm-hmm. and got tested and found out that I, I only had one copy. And some people, you know, there's a lot of practitioners who even say one copy doesn't matter at yeah, all. It doesn't count. Right. But I will tell you this. But after, your experience was you had one copy. Yeah. You could not get pregnant. Exactly. I had I have two copies and I could, you get, could pregnant. get pregnant. So here was the deal. After I find out I've got my one copy, I literally changed all I did, guys, I changed nothing. I just, and this was after years, I, I was diagnosed with estrogen-dominant PCOS, polycystic ovarian syndrome, which I talked about before. Um, which will be and, another podcast another day. We'll talk exactly. about that. And um, it, so they they had literally given us, a, I think it was a 5% chance of ever um, getting pregnant naturally. Um, no, that was even with intervention, mm-hmm. such as IVF. And that was when we had just kind of decided we were going to adopt I went down that path. But one month, one month into being on methylated B vitamin supplementation, just just taking a pill, just a supplement, and I was pregnant with our first biological child, had absolutely no issues at all with that pregnancy, carried her to term. Mm -hmm. I, since then, have had one miscarriage at 11 weeks, and then I carried another baby to full term again. Mm -hmm. So um, this was, you know, and we had no medical intervention for those three babies. None. That just happened. And I should say also that we are older. Um, I mean, I'm going to be 40 this year, and my husband is seven years older than me. So it wasn't that we were spring chickens and it just, like, worked out. Well, and the same thing with me. I mean, my first pregnancy was when I was 30. So, um, you know, we weren't we weren't young. I mean, yeah, we, I should have been in classified into when you hit 30. I mean, literally they almost throw you into the high risk category, no matter what. All, all my children were geriatric pregnancies. Yeah. Quote, quote, geriatric. Uh-huh. Exactly. So, you know, so, and, and you know, other <laughs> Gotta things, love that term. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, infertility and getting pregnant was the big thing in my life. And then, you know, I, I lived my whole life with this, this sort of crash and burn, mm-hmm. 
um, kind of lifestyle, which I just thought was how roller coaster I, lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know? and our, our mom mother, had that a lot right. too. Yeah, you you have these moments of just extreme. You're very prolific. You have tons right. of energy. Great focus. These are some of the great things actually that can right. happen with MTHFR. Yeah, yes. there are actual positives. You know, <laughs> yes. um, so you can be super hyper focused to get a lot of work. Doctor Lynch talks about that too. You know, yes. part of the reason it's like uh, the reason I got so good at epigenetics and that kind of stuff is because part of the thing of MTHFR is you can get you can get obsessive about things and, and you want to yeah. keep you can be you obsessed. Keep going, you can get, but you can be obsessed and you can be obsessed. And right. so, you know. So, I mean, I live my whole life like this. I remember in college, I would work toward projects or things. I'd be like a mm-hmm. president of something or I'd be mm-hmm. working on something. And I would literally work and work and work and get so much stuff done. And then I would crash. And I mean, I would crash for a week sometimes yep. two weeks, and I would yeah. be like barely able to pull myself out of bed. I started noticing the older that I got that I had sort of this hair trigger anger. You know, it was like um, – and it would it would subside, but I would it would kind of hit me like I'm not an angry person. Why am I so angry about this? This is something our mother had struggled mm-hmm. with as well. You know, she would just seem to instantaneously go zero to sixty. You know, she'd mm-hmm. be, you know, perfectly happy and then not. You know, and some people, I mean, even if they wanted to do that, couldn't accomplish those kinds of right. things. And, exactly. And so it's it's a blessing and it can be an impedance in your life. And the important thing is that if you think you have it, you need to check it out right. and, right. and look so, into it. Uh, you know, and we're running out of time, so we're going to wrap this up for you guys. But, um, um, you know, I just want to say again, you know, even like Dr. Lynch says, and he says this over and over again, no matter what your gene mutation is, your genes are not your destiny. No. Okay. Right. You don't have to live with that laundry list we said earlier. Oh, well, I'm just headed toward Parkinson's or I'm just headed toward Alzheimer's. No, you're not. Right. No. We you can you can take control. You have everything that you need to be able to take control of your situation and your and life. And that's what we have said from health. the very yeah. beginning we wanted you to do. Be empowered about be your empowered health. To be your be best empowered advocate. about your life. And if you don't know, then you don't know what you don't know. So now you know a little bit more and can start right, asking can questions. And once again, we're going to say this over and over again. Do your own research on this. Make your own list of pros and cons. Mm -hmm. Get Dr. Lynch's book, Dirty Jeans. Take a peek in there. See what you fit. Or get on on his social media stuff. He even gives tests and stuff on there. Yeah, on his website and everything. Yeah, so so just to wrap up some stuff, what can you do right now? Like Mm -hmm. even if you can't go get the testing or whatever, what can you do right now? You can eat a good diet. Right. Seems so simple. Leafy greens. Yeah, leafy greens. Yeah. Cruciferous vegetables. Eat organic when you can. Trust me, guys, it's worth it. Those extra toxins, yes. if you're MTHFR, your body just doesn't eat them, okay? Yep. Yep. Cutting out chemicals, that's part of it too. Your body is already being inundated all day, every day by so many different um, toxins. Extra chemicals, even in like your household cleaning products mm-hmm. or the stuff you put on your skin or your hair, right. it's just not worth it. Right. It's just not worth it in the end of the day because your body is going to be slowed down so much. If you, yep. let's say you have, you know, your, your, processes are being impeded 70%. Then on top of that, you're adding more toxic stress. It's just your body doesn't need that stress load. You wouldn't, you know, you wouldn't want to weigh yourself down even more if you're trying to climb up a hill. You wouldn't put on a heavy, heavy backpack. Don't do that to yourselves. Don't do that to your processes. (laughs) And then stress. This is easier said than done. But we need to reduce your stress. You need to get good restorative sleep. And as Americans, I think that is a problem that we have just in Western culture that we are go-getters. Yeah, we are go-getters. And we even stop. They go, 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 go. Yeah, and you're right. We do glorify. It's Mm -hmm. like, well, I did this. I pulled an all-nighter. I I did this, this, and that. I only got this much yeah. sleep. The, I, the cult of of being busy, yes. you know. Yes, yes. Yeah, it makes I don't you feel think important. Social media helps with those things no. either, as far as no. making everybody feel busy. But there is something to be said about stopping and smelling the roses, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It is important. Take time out of your day, even that's five minutes to. Uh, 
play with your kids or take a walk, uh, pet your dog. Mm -hmm. Um, the big thing with that, I think would be with stress is your intention, set your intention aside for something. Mm -hmm. If you believe in God, set a time tired to meditate on, on the word of God or, uh, pray, Pray. um, do things like that, uh, or just sit and just be quiet for a little bit. Just be mindful for a moment. Just, and just take a mental check of your body too. A lot of times I don't even take the time to do that. Just sitting there and be mindful. Mm -hmm. How do I feel? What's going on? Not in a hyper-stressed way, but in a peaceful way. Yep. And even that hair trigger. Re-ground yourself. And and even that hair trigger, anger and stuff. Sometimes like when I find, I've learned to control that a little bit more, but, oh, I feel agitated. Wait a second. I'm going to take a pause break and I'm I'm going to take a couple steps back and I'm going to think about... Why do I feel so overwhelmed today? Why mm-hmm. am I why am I getting angry about that? Right. You can usually find a way that it began at a stress level somewhere that you didn't right. put in check mm-hmm. then and then it snowballed throughout the rest of your day or you know right. within that hour or whatever. So Right. And so so those are some easy things. I mean, anyone can do that right now. You don't have to go to a doctor for that. You can literally just go to your grocery store to do that, you know? Right. You can just you can change this right now. And once again, not everybody has the ability to uh, get to a health food store. We grew up in rural Iowa. There's, I mean, there wasn't our, much at the time. Our, our town now has more, but mm-hmm. um, that town, but uh, in the beginning it didn't. I mean, no. to find organic things was hard. So just remember my bartering system that I like to always talk about do as best you can, as often as you can. Mm-hmm. A little bit of mm-hmm. something is better than all of nothing, yes. and making a little bit of change is better than no change at all. Mm-hmm. Right, exactly. Even if it's just the dirty dozen. If you don't know what that is, check it out. We'll probably talk about it another day. But, you know, in your fruit, pick out mm-hmm. something that is less sprayed with pesticide than something else. Right. You know, swap one Precisely. thing out. Buy, <laughs> buy organic apples instead of, you know, regular. Right. Mm-hmm. And so you might be asking, you know, well, how do I uh, – I want to know now. I, I, I Even just what you've talked about. I Or maybe you go and you get dirty jeans and you say, oh, my gosh, I've, I tick off almost every single one of these mm-hmm. boxes. Right. Um, now, the book itself also has some suggestions about where to get tested. Yep. Right. Um, but just some things that we've th- we thought we'd throw out. You can go to your doctor. Okay. You can go to your doctor and say, I think I've got this. I would like to be tested. Um, some of them take it more seriously than others. That's something to consider. On top of that, you need to think about insurance and how much yes. this is going to cost you. I remember my – my initial uh, test, because insurance did not uh, cover it, it was about eight hundred and fifty dollars. Mm-hmm. Some people don't have a thousand bucks to lay around. And actually, around because of the timing of that, mine was actually in thousands. I think mine was around yeah. two thousand dollars for mine, and that was just intense. But I was pregnant. I was mm-hmm. desperately scared to lose that baby. We ended mm-hmm. up losing that baby anyway, which we were devastated. But you know, that was because it was considered exploratory, mm-hmm. and you know, right. it's you more common careful. now. That was years ago. Mm-hmm. That was like six years ago. So there, there's a lot that has changed now. It is more mm-hmm. of a Key but that, it's still stuff to do, yeah. to be mindful of. Oh, I, don't, I wouldn't be, want any of our be mindful. I wouldn't want any of you guys to be stuck with a bill that you can't pay. Exactly. Um, so because there's other just ways. Just know, just know that. So many and about something some a little ways. bit more, you know, maybe affordable is 23andMe. Mm-hmm. You know, ancestrymike.com might do this as well. I don't know. I'm just telling you the things there I are, know for sure. But you can search um, genetic packages. There, yes. I think even Dr. Lynch Dr. just came out with one. Uh, Stratagene. Well. Stratagene. Yeah, yep. It's called Stratagene. S T R A T E. I think that might even G E N E. Yes. Strategy. Even test for some of the other genes as well. I know. And his is actually quite affordable um, yes, when it comes it to things. Actually, it is. But there are lots of different brands. Mm-hmm. The other thing you might discuss with your, this is more likely with an alternative care practitioner, but um, mm-hmm. ask them if they use a gene profiler that they, right. some doctors can read these gene profiles easier because they're used to seeing right. them. Mm-hmm. So ask what, what they would prefer you to use right. and see what works with your budget. There are all, you can even get Black Friday sales on these things. There's mm-hmm. all sorts of, they'll do spring sales. You, know, you can get these it, affordably and if I just you really too, want them. Some, some even chiropractors,
doctors and things like that. Or if you have, if you have access very, if you're very blessed to be, have access to traditional Chinese medicine, um, practitioners or, you know, any other sort of practitioner like that, you can go out and ask them. They will probably even have their own testing kit that they have ready for you. But we have completely run out of time. And like we Mm -hmm. said, we have just scratched the surface. Mm -hmm. Um, we promise, promise, promise. I I want to interject this quickly. Yes. A lot of these gene tests are not blood work. They're uh, saliva. They're, they're something like that. So if you are deathly afraid of getting your, your blood drawn, there are other options for genetic testing. Don't be worried about that. So don't be worried about that. (laughs) Don't let that deter you. We're sorry that this one went a little bit longer than usual. And with this, like we've said, we are not experts. This is our own research. This is our own experiences. Personal experiences. Yes. Um, And, and also this is just scratching the surface. We didn't even get into the actual scientific stuff of this, but we promise we're going to dive deeper into this. Hopefully we'll be able to actually bring in some greater experts in um, next time. So be looking for that. Um, Mm -hmm. as well. So yes. So just know we'll circle back around to this at some point um, and go in a little bit deeper to educate on the more scientific side and chemical processes of that. But, you know, like we always say at the end of everything, at the end of every podcast, thank you so much for tuning in and listening with us um, and spending your time with us. We know it's precious. So we're we're so grateful that you you tune in. We hope that you've learned something today. Uh, Remember today we discussed MTHFR. That is a gene mutation. You can talk to your doctors about that. Once again, I will put that in bold print. Always talk to your doctors about anything that we discussed today. Don't make any any changes until you discuss it with a practitioner, nutritionist, Mm -hmm. somebody. Make sure somebody that is professional knows what you're doing because we all did that. We all did that. We didn't, well, may need to start taking a B vitamin, but that's pretty benign. But still, you did inform your doctor when you went to your next checkup. So Mm -hmm. we always keep our doctors informed. We had practitioners on our side. Yeah, they were helping us. Always. So we never go into it, uh, you know, without... Our, everybody, our professional an expert, yes. Exactly. So, th- once again, thank you for tuning in. We greatly appreciate your time. Yes. We want you to be healthy. Be well. And God bless you. Curated Clean is providing this podcast as a public service, but it is neither medical advice nor legal advice, nor should it be considered as such. Always consult your medical provider before beginning any exercise program or engaging in any type of wellness plan. The information in this podcast is not intended to replace your healthcare professional. Consult with your healthcare professional to design an appropriate exercise regimen and or wellness plan. Reference to any specific product or entity does not constitute an endorsement or recommendation by Curated Clean. The views expressed by guests are their own and their appearance on the program does not imply an endorsement of them or any entity they represent. Views and opinions expressed by Curated Clean employees are those of the employees and do not necessarily reflect the view of the company or any of its officials. If you have any questions about this disclaimer, please contact our company. Curated Clean the podcast is a production of Andela Enterprises LLC. Copyright 2021, Curated Clean LLC.